say a million things and it's just it's the trombone from Charlie <laughs> Brown. But then you say yep. something they want to hear and immediately, you know, so they're listening, but they're not listening. You're listening to the Two Gomers podcast, a show about two regular guys in their 40s embracing midlife, chasing healthy aging, and inviting a nation along for the run. This is episode 388. Listen closely for September 1st, 2023. to episode 388 of the Two Gomers podcast. This is Anthony speaking, coming to you from Sun River, Oregon, just outside of Bend, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. And I'll be there tomorrow. Oh, man, dude. Okay. We always tease the the Patreon, uh, uh-huh. not just to you know make a little bit of money for the podcast, but also because we try to do really awesome stuff over there. Yep. And you're coming up tomorrow, and we're going to go on an epic hike, and we're going to record an episode called Perfect Hike. Well, we yeah. hope it's perfect. Well, I was I was thinking maybe call it Two Gomers Take a Hike or something, because we're actually oh. doing it like... Oh, yeah, okay. The, the, the plan is to record before the hike, on yep. the hike, and mm-hmm. after the hike. Right. We, we, we've, we've wanted to record an episode about hiking for a long time, because we both... Love taking a hike. Mm, love it. Yep. Um, and I'll talk about that later on in my What's Giving Me Life. But then circumstances, the stars aligned. Yeah. It just happens to be that we're both in Oregon the same weekend. Crazy. We 24 hours is a 24 hours thing. Yep. And we're going to use a significant portion of that to take a hike. And, and the rest of it to eat sandwiches, I think. <laughs> Take a hike, dude, and eat some sandwiches. Well, plus, I mean, people around here want to meet you because oh. I've been, I've been, there are people around here that listen to the podcast. Hey, mm-hmm. Rose, what's up, Richard? Hi. Uh, I'm in your house right now. And yeah. Rose, you're probably listening to this in California <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant maybe, maybe she was outside the door, you know, with like a glass on the door or on yeah, the wall. Right. <laughs> right. Nope. They come up the day after tomorrow. So you're going to meet them. Mm. Uh, but people want to meet you. People want to yeah. see the two Gomers live. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, mostly just laugh and, and have a great time, play some games. Uh, but we did have a perfect hike episode in like on the docket a while ago, and then things got shifted around. So we do have some tips from hikes we've done, but well, we're going to try to want to do that implement. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Perfect hike. One of those things, dude. We say, yep, we're doing that next month. We say it on the pad on the podcast. We're doing right. that next month and it never happens. Right. Exactly. So we'll see. Yep. But anyways, that's going to be really fun. I've already got the reservations. That's going to go Ooh. on the episode. Got to yep. go to re- what is it? Reservation.gov or something like that. Didn't you used to work at that? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Who worked at some sort yeah. of camping reservation call-in line? Yeah, that was everybody. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that me was, too. I forgot. That was, that was after Cytel or a summer, uh, maybe a summer, but it was called Reserve America. Oh, that's right. Now I know I never actually worked there, but yeah, I didn't. did because I'm, I know Alex did. He did? Oh yeah. Huh. Yep. Alex worked at Reserve America. You did. Did the Chad? No, I think the Chad, he could fill us in on that. Maybe he was at Cytel. I think okay. Krause did. That... But it was like a campground reservation line. Yeah, and that, it was that on you the worked at right east side. Dude, that that that's the kind of job now that's probably well, probably non-existent because of the internet. Oh but yeah. If that were existent, that would be a you could do that from home because we would all go to the office. Yeah. And then be on phones just like at Cytel. Right. My guess is it's a job now that one person can do instead of a hundred. Because mm, most mm-hmm. people do the reservations online and you need a person just in case that doesn't work. Sure. But it's, I always imagine it's like a room full of people with headsets like yeah. Cytel taking yep. camp, camping reservations, campground that's, reservations. It's exactly what it was. When we do Gomer Jobs College Edition, we could talk right. more about that too. Yep. Another episode, long promised, never done it, maybe never <laughs> oh. will. <laughs> oh yes, we will. <laughs> There's too much gold in them there hills. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th- I am coming out tomorrow, but it just wasn't going to work out for us to record anything but this live hiking episode. And so yep. we're cramming in a couple episodes today, uh, which is it's pretty weird. Like I'm looking at the room that I'm going to be in tomorrow. But right I'm here, dude. You're gonna although it's gonna it be is. dark. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's gonna be dark. But you, dude, you can see. Oh yeah, because it's on my phone. You can see. There's the. Deschutes River, mm. right there. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And I'm gonna see a concert tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Dude, Sun River Festival Orchestra, Brahms yeah. Symphony Number no. Three, Brook Violin Concerto. Yeah. Uh, Mio Creation of the World, and uh, let's see. I think a Hungarian dance by Brahms as well. Do da dee da dee do dee Now. Yep. All that sounds very exciting, but I have to, to Gomer Confession, I was yep. a little bit bummed that I'm not coming up when you're doing the Pops concert, because there's nothing I like know. Harry Potter I know. and the basic, I want to hear Jaws, that kind I, of thing. If only you could have been there on, uh, when was it, what, uh, what day is today, Thursday? Yeah. It was Monday, Monday night? I don't even know what day it is right now. I think it was Monday night. Yep, we did uh-huh. the Pops. Would have been so fun if you would have been here for that, dude. I'm so basic. That's yep. that's my favorite stuff. Like, is it the familiarity of it? I don't know. I'm yeah. sure the, the Brahms is better. And, yeah. And I'll love it. Right. But Hedwig's theme, you I know. can't well, beat it. I know. Well, it, it's the familiarity. It's the yeah. nostalgia. Right. You know, like Brahms 3 doesn't hold any place in your heart. Exactly. Even though you, you know? did send me the link and I'm going to yep. listen to it on my way there. So that actually does really help when I've heard it before yes. and then I can hear it live. I do enjoy it a ton better. So that was a great call. Yeah. You're wrapping your mind around the themes and then they become somewhat familiar. So then when you hear them, it's, you know, it's, it's not unlike when you do a new worship song at church yep. and they do the teaching chorus. <laughs> Definitely. Right? You yep. know what I mean? And so like, yeah. You're like, y'all, now nah, here, we got a new new worship song, and I'm going to teach you the chorus, and then we're going to sing it together, all right? Sound good? And then... <laughs> this is your Georgian worship leader. Yep. 
That was Crowder. Um, <laughs> except it'd be more gravelly. And then you sure. do the chorus and you're like, what he's done, what he's done. And you're like, okay, I can sing that. And then you do the verses and you're like, hmm, where am I? And then the chorus comes and you're like, arms straight up. Oh, yeah. I already know that. So that's what's going to happen with Brahms 3, dude. You're going to be like, yeah. It's also going to be like when this new Switchfoot album comes out that's all covers and I hear the Jonas Brothers oh, right. singing Beautiful Letdown. That That's like, I think that's what it is for me, a cover song where you're like, this is new, but I know it. And yep. you're immediately connected to it. Totally. Wait, hold on. My dog is trying to get in. Just a sec. Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm still there, and I dropped my phone. Yep. It's it's thundering out right now. Oh. And he gets real scared. Okay, Chewy, you're all right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Episode 388. Uh, we're about to do Baby Step of the Week, where we talk about a small step we've been uh, that we've been engaged in that's helping us uh, toward our health. Then we're going to go to the core where we take a deeper look at a certain way we're chasing health in midlife. This week, it's called Listen Closely. We think people are going to like it. Mm. And then, what was, that? what was that? Oh, yeah. Listen. And then we're going to end <laughs> with what's giving us life this week, like we do every week. And of course, a ton of fun stuff along the way. But first, here on the Two Gomers podcast, big goal is to age in a healthy way. We know that's real big, and we know that reaching that goal starts small. So this is Baby Step of the Week. Baby Steps? It means setting small, reasonable goals for yourself, one day at a time. One tiny step at a time. Baby Steps. All right, here we are in Baby Step of the Week, a place where we try to take a little step towards healthy aging or healthy finances or healthy listening or mm -hmm. some sort of health, dude. We just want to be healthy. We do. Bro, do you have a baby step you'd like to share? Yep, and this is a callback. I don't know how many – you get you lose track of which episode is what, right? Right. You, you at the beginning – because we're at the end of the summer, September 1st. Yep. I know, like, technically, seasonally, that's still summer, right? Right. But give me a break. Mm -hmm. Summer's over. Long oh, over. Yeah. You're in the swing, right? Yes. Post-Labor yep. Day. Yep. You know, school's started. I mean, even, even when school starts, it feels like fall already. Yeah, Harry I mean. Potter's on TV. The October the, sky back is to school. <laughs> back yep. to school commercials are on. Target commercials. Yep. Yep, when you go to Target, it's all back to school signage. Yep. <laughs> no more summer. Anyways, I remember several episodes ago, probably 3 or 4, you were we were talking about summer fun lists. Remember? Mm. Like mm -hmm. I was saying every when the when the summer starts, I make a little list of things. Yeah, that, I love how you do that. That would be fun for me. And then when we talked about on the podcast, sometimes this I feel like this is why we have a podcast. Yep. Because then I'm like, oh, I should probably actually do that since I talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> so it like increases my commitment to sure. actually do it. And so yep. I just want to give a baby step update. Yep. Is that how, you know how that is on those old tiny news programs? Yep. yep. A baby step update that I 
accomplished all of my fun goals this summer. Dang. That's yeah. great. And so the baby step here is I just want to tell people it's okay to have fun. You should have fun. Have fun. This is this is coming from a seven. People. Yeah, that's true. No big surprise. I think people should have fun. <laughs> but but I, I do actually think, I don't know who I was texting, maybe to you, maybe to somebody else, like, it's actually the only way I can function mm. is if I know that I have things to enjoy and I do them and I insert some levity and fun in my life basically yeah. every day. So I had a reading fun goal, a movie's fun goal, a TV fun goal. And something else. Oh, video gaming. Oh, video. Oh, right. Oh, Zelda. <laughs> right. Right. So <laughs> great news, everyone. We're about to record the uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation tour, led by docent Tony G. Yep. Episode in a little bit, and the good news is, I accomplished it, and it was so fun. So that was Sweet. one. That was my TV goal. It was so awesome. Sweet. Um, I read through a series that I wanted to read through. It was incredible. I've read through it like four times before, but I was like, it's one of these things that it's like Stephen King's The Dark Tower, my favorite series. I just want to read it this summer, so I did it. Oh, right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, you, you've mentioned that. And actually, I finished it the same day I finished Star Trek The Next Generation, and there were a lot of through lines between the two. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Ending those. Um, I watched, we, we went to... The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last week had a blast and a half, and I crossed mm. off my last movie nice. of the summer. And oh, and I rolled credits on Zelda about three weeks ago. So dang. Uh, and some people say, well, "How did you do anything else over the summer?" Just you got to trust me. I worked real hard. Oh yeah, you you you're not a slacker. No, and just I need these like. I just need fun. In my life. And I think there are probably too many people that don't have those things in their lives. So sure. it could be sports. It could be whatever. Whatever brings you joy. Just my my baby step challenge is don't only say I'm going to have some fun. Have some fun. Mm. And then I think we were saying this in that episode too. It do, That doesn't have to end when September 1st hits. Yeah. I don't know if that was a baby step or not. But... It, it's like I want to continue to inject fun yep. and rest into the year. Yeah. Uh, because I love it. You, you, it does feel like high pressure the summer. Mm -hmm. You got to do all the things. You got to do the vacations. You got to like rest. Yep. Slow down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rest harder. Dude. Like, because this is it. Dude, there's <laughs> like, there's this tube going by me right now. People tube. can't see it. Um, but like, I oh, don't on know the river, somebody's tubing. Do you see that on the river? Can you see, I it, see yet? it? Yeah, that's so cool. There's probably 10 people on this big blue tube. They're going down the Deschutes River. I mean, they're talk having about, fun. They're doing your baby step. I love like, it. They're listening to the podcast right now. Yeah, they, yeah, that works they're somehow. It. They're, they're listening to it and they're doing it. It looks so like, oh man, that's the thing. I wish you could come here for a couple of days because I would love to float the Deschutes River, yeah, and or kayak and or paddleboard. Right. I wish we could, dude. If we could try fly fishing, would be hilarious. Fly fishing? Oh my but, gosh, that would be a very it, popular episode. I'm sure yeah. two gomers fly fish. Well, I th I think this is top five places in the country to fly fish. Wow. Uh, but we are gonna do the hike. 
Yes, that and that I, was top. Yeah. I mean, top priority for me was to go on some of these hikes or, or one of these hikes that's been so life giving to you and see yeah. some of the sites that have been so life giving to you. So this is my first trip out there. This is the perfect thing to do and eat those sandwiches. Yep. Okay, sweet. Uh, I got one real quick baby step. Sweet. Oh, and you know what? In in our listening, we're going to talk about listening. I wasn't just listening well because I was prepping the next thing I was going to say. Dang it. Oh, man. That goes a little foreshadowing. That goes exactly against tip number uh, two. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that in tip number two because podcasting is hard with that. Oh, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Well, well, just name talking to people is hard. It's just, listening yeah. closely is a skill. Yeah. And so some of the things that I want to share are going to sound impossible. And that's why we, that's why I feel like this is an important episode. Mm. Okay. Wow. Also, don't feel bad. Okay. I'm, I'm going to wait for you to ask me. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I want you to finish your thought. And okay, then great. <laughs> okay. Well, let me broadcast to everyone. My thought is finished. Anthony, is there a baby step you want to share? I sure do, dude. Wow. Let me do one. Let's hear it. Okay, I'll do one real quick because Sweet. I want to get to this listening stuff because we're already getting into it. This is one that I have have talked about before, but mm-hmm. lately over the summer, I've been pretty diligent and disciplined about using the self-checkout line at Publix. (laughs) (sighs) Like, my favorite thing is we don't know each other's baby steps or what's giving us life because I think week to week, I'm dumbfounded (laughs) by what you say in these things. And in a good way, I love it. Okay, but I'm... Self-checkout. I'm 100% serious. And this this is a financial health. And okay. so we've talked physical health about groceries. I'm sure it'll come up as a baby step in the future. Shop For the sure. perimeter of the grocery store. Yep. Not the center. It's just mm-hmm. way healthier, way less processed, et cetera, et cetera. But I've unless been you're doing-, doing exposure response therapy, right? Unless you're unless you're purposefully exposing yourself to the cookies and deciding oh. that you're not going to do it. Oh, right? interesting. That can that can strengthen your resolve, but I would say mostly I'm not in that place. Well, sure. when I'm at the grocery store, and so I stick to the perimeter. Well, and do one walk of the cereal aisle just for Al, and the cookie aisle J- just, just for, for Daddy. For <laughs> I think for us it's the same. No, it's I think it's the same. Usually they're next to each other though, right? Like kind of the snack aisle, yeah. breakfast stuff. They're pretty close, I would say. Yeah, I think groceries. ours is as you're walking towards the meat slash sushi section. Mm. It's cereal on the left, coffee and tea stuff on the right. And then the next aisle over is crackers, cookies on the right. And I can't remember what's on the left. Wow. Uh, oh, man. But those are, the, those, are, those are the good aisles. But that's not the baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to be healthy, the, the better right. ones are the outside. Because we really yep. are trying to eat more natural, more whole, whole ingredients, stuff like that. We've, and like, that's found heard, on the perimeter. That's all found on the perimeter, pretty much. Yeah. Some of the yep. health food stuff and supplements, that's more towards the center. But, sure. and Cliff Bars and Laura Bars and mm-hmm. all those trail mixes and nuts and <laughs> nuts, all that, all that stuff. Uh, but I started using self checkout like almost exclusively, mostly because it's usually quicker. Yeah. But here's where the tip comes, and it's more of a financial tip. 
okay. is I did not realize, bro, how much stuff costs. It is so expensive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is up and mm-hmm. I'm sure people are feeling that pinch. Oh, yeah. Uh, but when I do the the checkout, even though I got to say it, there's these two ladies that I love chatting with at Publix. That's, That's the, the check- sacrifice of the self-checkout yeah, aisle. You yes. know what? Dang it. No, because I love talking to those ladies. We always okay. have. Ladies yeah. Ladies aside. Mm-hmm. Dang it. And now I'm backtracking. Those are, those are stri- the ladies are stricken from the record on this. Okay. Baby as step. far as perfect grocery store trip, strike connecting with hu- other humans and listening. <laughs> like, <we're> gonna- <laughs> right, exactly. So you're going to a robot instead, mm-hmm. but that's just how it goes. Yep. It's the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I, I'm not kidding. And people probably think I'm dumb. I didn't realize a cucumber is like, five dollars or something like a, a hot house yeah. cucumber i think yeah. is like five dollars yeah i mean apples even now apples. apples apples right i mean peppers like red peppers uh uh-huh. you know uh, bananas are pretty good yep bananas remain good i feel like avocados can be expensive and these oh, yeah. are all things that i have thrown away so many times oof yeah do you know yep. what I mean? So yes, by by running every single thing, so maybe do this as a practice and then go back to your ladies and connect. And right. Encourage them and have great combos and say, no, I don't want any cash back because I don't want to go to Wendy's on the way home. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't keep cash in my pocket because I go straight to fast food. Uh, <laughs> Good conversation starter. Those ladies, they're so cool. I love them. Yeah. Uh, and encourage them with their days. And mm-hmm. anyways... But I didn't realize how expensive food is, and I I, I really a future baby step is don't waste because mm-hmm. I this has helped me extremely stop wasting stuff because I I figured if you asked me how much a cucumber costs I'd probably say like twenty five cents, like I would say a buck, sure now a, a dollar the, the, sure so so is the going through the the ladies yeah you don't have to look at it. Right, that's or else it. the just, final price comes up, and you're like, "Oh, that's high," eh, but I'm not sure why. Forget it. I'm not going to think about it. Right. It, it's the individual scanning that helps. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? That's what yeah. it is because you see it, and yep. you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I didn't realize. Like I always pick up a a, a box of those chicken wings. Speaking about trying to be healthy, and that's yeah. like twenty bucks. Yeah. You know, and I just throw that in as a one item. So then, so I mean, and sushi, right? <laughs> sushi is the same way. Sushi, except on Wednesdays, it's like half price. Although oh, probably nice. restaurant people would be like, "Don't get it because they're," uh huh. You know, there's a reason get, it's half price right. on Wednesdays. Yeah, right. Uh, but we we do love it though. Sure. Anyways, it 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 shows you how expensive things are. So it it shows you uh, not to waste. Yep. And also to make really good decisions with what you're buying. So don't buy three of those cucumbers and then throw away two of them because you thought they were 25 cents Buy one, eat the whole thing, then buy another one or lunch meat is the same thing. It's way expensive. Uh, just, you know me, I never waste, I never waste a slice. You don't waste a slice. You're absolutely right. I don't know. It was, (laughs) but avocados, like avocados, uh, they, they will go bad pretty. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like, I always feel like there's this really short sweet spot for an avocado. 
Right. And so when I buy five, I regret it. You're right. Yep. But usually it's mindless. I really like this. My mindful shopping, but you're not even talking about nutrition here, which is awesome. It's like financially and waste mindful shopping happens at the self-checkout. Yep. Yeah. So maybe just do that for a little while, recalibrate, yep. and then go back and connect with your with your people that work at your grocery stores because they're working hard. They're amazing. Yeah. We love them. They 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 are the hands and feet of Jesus, right? <laughs> Yep. So we love them. I love Publix. Love you, ladies. <laughs> love you, ladies. All right. Great tips. Sweet. Should we, um, oh, tips and baby steps. We just want to let people know just, just a li- something little every day, every week gets you healthier. But now we want to dig in a little bit more. We want to talk about listening well, something we've wanted to talk about for a long time and listen to each other about. Mm-hmm. And so should we head into the core? Let's do it. Fun. Uh-huh. And to put the city on the map. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Oh, well, <laughs> work is hard. You're not really listening to me, are you? Uh-huh. I mean, I could say anything right now, like, you're a complete tool. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't hear it. Hey, how's it going over there? Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to us for 15 years. You're all really good listeners. We want to get to be even better listeners and maybe we'll be able to help you along the way speaking of listening i wonder if people can tell the difference when you're in this different room a a different space and you're recording on a different mic too Uh uh-huh does it sound different to you well it does but that's because your zoom wasn't working so on facetime oh wait what are you hearing i'm hearing you through your airpods Oh, that sucks. Oh. <laughs> sure does. I'm sure I sound terrible too, right? You, yeah, you're totally right. Oh, you know, but we've we've done this for years. I guess it didn't register anymore. Well, and we have our 15th anniversary is coming up, right? We're going to have a 15th anniversary show. Let me just say right now, yeah. we're looking for people's favorite memories of us over the past 15 years. You can call us on the Gomer phone. That number is 608-622-7669. That's 608-NBA-PONY. We're going to have Annie put up a survey and everything about that. Anyways, we did think about, remember when we did the 10th anniversary show of doing it into like crappy mics again? <laughs> and doing Like just over yeah. over the phone and stuff yeah. like that. I do like that. The problem really is like you might get a new listener who would go to the anniversary episodes and you want it to sound good that's the main problem maybe we could do one section of it i don't know we'll talk about it no that's a good idea um okay here we are in the core where we dig deeper into a core habit discuss a core practice or answer a core question around healthy aging this week is i kind of feel like it's a sequel or a spin-off to the time traveling app that we Mm. did Mm -hmm. we actually talked not at length, but definitely talked in that episode about being present with people when you're with them and listening to them. Right. Yep. But I felt like we didn't get to talk enough about it. Definitely. And part of why I loved the Two Gomers podcast idea was this kind of thing. Like um, really going into a topic that just did not fit into the running podcast. Right. (laughs) But that we've talked about a lot. 
yeah, and it opens have up both been working on for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, yes. So I don't know. Maybe uh, so this this was this was a Stevens choice, but I want. Maybe I just feel like I should say this off the bat. It's not because I'm perfect at it or no, like sometimes even good at it, mm-hmm. but I'm better at it than I used to be. And it has made me a healthier person. I think uh, in particular, it's helped me be healthier relationally and professionally as I've learned to l- actually listen to people when they talk as mm. an adult. Totally. Didn't did we talk about that in the Travel Light episode about how one of the greatest gifts you can give to anybody is listening to them? Is that, that was, when we talked about that? No, that was in the that was in the time traveling one. Man, okay. Yeah. We, it's, because it's because that, like we that have... was what it was. Like you you yeah. need somebody to be when and where you are. Right. Yeah. Be where your feet are. (laughs) Be present. Exactly. Not thinking about something else. Not like, and, and so the, so the gift is actually listening to somebody, actually seeing somebody. I mean, that's an avatar too, right? I I see see you. you. I see you. Uh Uh-huh. Oh boy. Is that James Cameron? A a tear trickles down my, (laughs) my cheek when I hear it. (laughs) I know. I wonder if that's a James Cameron life message or something i wonder i i I don't he doesn't strike me as a very kind person (laughs) no everything that i've heard about him is he's real kind of strict and professional sure Um, but maybe he's a great listener who knows well maybe he's he's you know doing it out of i'm just just thinking here yeah sometimes you preach what you're worst at for sure do you know what i mean yes like for example, wasting money at grocery stores. I just preached about it five minutes ago. For example, this entire run of our podcast, fifteen years of us talking about things that we're not very good at. Exactly. <laughs> so I think me wanting to talk about listen closely is not is not quite that. Like mm-hmm. I just need to say it so that I can get better because I do. Sometimes we, sometimes nation, Anthony and I are like, we need to give ourselves a little bit of credit, right? Mm-hmm. And sure. I think in this, at this point, I have learned a lot about listening better. Part of that has been marital stuff, certainly. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I would say a majority of it is because my job is having conversations with people. And about five, seven, ten years ago, I really hit a wall with that, and it got really hard to listen to people. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I actually went at that point, actually, I think it's 10 years ago now, I actually got some training in okay. this area Okay. Uh, that completely turned things around for me. Well, and you and I have talked about this with each other for a long time. You, you've actually shared these tips with me. Mm-hmm. And in our conversations about it, it really made me more mindful about listening to people. Yeah. And, and so... I, I also behind the scenes was like, bro, we got to talk about this because sure. it changed me as well. And, and I, it, so it, it's hard. The other thing is, and I, we already said this in the episode, it is a skill. And so I've heard a lot from people like, oh, I'm just not a very good listener. I wish I was a mm. better listener. And I, I, my response to that always is you can be like, 
you can learn and practice being a better listener and yeah. it can be really good for you and the people around you. It's not just something you can be like, I'm just bad at this. This is how I am. Right. You can actually get better at it. And so th- these kind of episodes make me really excited because I think if, if there are listeners out there that are like, I've just never been a very good listener. Mm-hmm. I hope it's an encouragement to them that you, it's actually a skill you can grow in. Hmm. That's really good, dude. I, and I do gonna- think it makes you healthier. I, I do too. I think that uh, marriage is one of the big ways yeah. that I've become a better listener, as yeah. you said, because I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what movie it is or what movie it isn't where somebody's like, you don't hear me. <laughs> yeah. When you know? isn't that in a movie? <laughs> right. It, or like a Raymond episode. Oh, sure. Uh, Every other know. episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're just not hearing me. So. Yeah. And uh, so. I actually think that is the, you're right. That relational health, I think marriage is a really easy place to go there and because it's so true. Um, But I think it does increase and deepen bonds between people, you and people that you love when you're a better listener Mm -hmm. and it helps them, people that you love and people that you don't love, right? (laughs) Feel more respected and valued. Sure. Which everybody actually wants to feel. And so that just is so good for your relational health because people people like you. I know that mm-hmm. sounds like kind of surfacey, but people love feeling valued and respected. Yep. And that's just good for your health then because then you become more of a relationally healthy person. And it's it's loving. I think the the why right. behind all of it. Yep. I wrote it down. Because I was like, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you when you distill it down, yeah. what is the point? And it's to love people. Yep. Right? It's That's yes. like a core Gomer message, to love people and to see and hear with the goal to be loving. Yep. When I have conversations with that in particular, what makes you feel valued? What makes you feel loved? If you dig, dig, dig down... It almost always gets to that. I want to be known. I want mm-hmm. to be understood. Mm-hmm. I want to be heard. Yeah. Um, and it's because people aren't those things because everything's so fast and goes so quick and is on the surface. And so to actually feel that way, that this person sat with me long enough to know me better, that mm. it, it like it's a one-to-one with love. That's how yeah. people feel loved. Yes. Well, and isn't there the epidemic of loneliness? Yeah. Right now? Isolation, like there's, sure. There's the loneliness minister in mm-hmm. England. Oh. Uh, loneliness is is top on the top on the charts of issues that, that people are dealing dealing with. I've heard this from a number of, of different sources that mm. people in general are feeling lonely and the, mm-hmm. the pandemic certainly didn't help with that. And no. so what that means is you're not connecting with other people and you're not being heard, being right. seen, being loved. Mm-hmm. And, and also maybe, I mean, maybe a, a good step with that. I don't know. I just thought of this is maybe go and listen to somebody else. Maybe make a, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I'm not trying to throw that back at somebody that's lonely, but maybe go to coffee with somebody. Oh, yeah. That's, that's way too basic. No, it's not. I mean, I just wait for these basic things that I'm about to say, right? Okay. Like it's there is a 
an abandonment of how important it is to be physically with another person. Mm. Um, well, I've even noticed that here, and it was a baby step I thought of, was mm. when I come to Sun River, mm-hmm. it's a two-week kind of retreat, and half of it I spend with this family that's incredible, and I play a lot of orchestra stuff, but in general, I want to be by myself, mm. yep. and uh, but then I actually sometimes get lonely, yeah, and uh, it's so much more life-giving, actually, to go out to coffee or to lunch or a hike. Mm-hmm with other people and just listen. Yep. You know, just listen to their stories. Definitely. Yep. I I think there's something that you're naming that's also like a a mental health benefit to listening Mm -hmm. to someone. I think there's developmental health reasons Mm -hmm. that um, I was reading about this past week that actually increases your brain function. It it helps you to be more of a learner, right? Mm, Yeah. Uh, and open to that, and then it, it just increases your empathy that there are other people with other experiences and opinions than you, and that is not a bad thing, where I think lately we've been taught that that is a bad thing. Hmm. Just listen. Yep. Um. So I, so I just want to, uh, speaking of marital stuff, I thought I would go to the expert. Okay. The, the fair Jessica. Yeah, my lovely wife, life partner Jessica, yeah. who is a trained life coach and certified spiritual director, has gone through years of training on mm-hmm. being with people and hearing them and getting them to understand themselves better and uh, experience healing. And so I said we were on a hike on Tuesday, and I asked her if you were going to give three tips, and I had three mm. tips in my mind. If you were going to yeah. give three tips to people about how to listen better, what would they be? Okay. And I was relieved that they lined up almost exactly to mine, a little bit different, because yeah. the first question she asked is, is this for men or women? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I said, okay, go off, queen. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, just, just how about to any, we have both listeners, we yep. have both genders, we have all genders listening to us, yep. right? And so what would you just tell a kind of, an average person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we're ready for practical tips. Sure. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Let's hear some advice from the expert. Ask okay. Jessica. So she. So I'll tell you what she said, and then I'll kind of blow those out a little bit, right? Like expand okay. those out. So the first thing she said was, okay, my top tip for listening better is stop talking so much. Mm. <laughs> So that's really good. And, and again, this is to adults who have adult relationships with other people and interactions sure. with other people. I think our advice definitely as parents who have been through the little kids, adolescents, now teenagers, now young adults, our advice for listening well would be different. Um, cause we just mean something different. I think when, when it's about kids, like, it's just like, listen to me and do what I say is sometimes <laughs> what we mean. Right. Or can you physically hear me? Which was a big question of ours when they were little. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's selective listening from kids, right? Oh, for sure. You can say a million things and it's just, it's the trombone from Charlie Brown. (laughs) But then you say something they want to hear and immediately... You know, so they're listening, but they're not listening selectively. Jessica was convinced for a while that, you know how, like, you play one tuning fork and the other and they cancel themselves out, 
there's mm-hmm. no sound. Like she was convinced they had some sort of frequency in their brain where they could not hear her voice. That's so <laughs> interesting. Well, it's, I, uh, yeah, uh, this is sort of bad, but I remember one time we went out to lunch, I think with Pastor Tim, and I think I was sort of tired. Uh-huh. And he started, and I love Pastor Tim. Okay. Right. But he was started talking, and it was it's that voice that I would listen to anywhere from fifty minutes to an hour and a half every Sunday morning. Yep. And you know how sometimes one of those voices that you've heard so much, maybe it's the Comers for some people. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, I know people like, fall asleep to us. It was just to, after a while, we're just some sort of hum to people. <laughs> but I remember I was feeling sort of tired, and he was talking. I think it was just us, or maybe it was like me and Aaron and him, or a group. I uh-huh. can't remember. And I yeah. remember drifting, uh-huh. like I was listening to a sermon. <laughs> yeah. And and then I it was like I, I needed to slap myself and be like, oh no, this is a human, right? You know, even though it's that voice, just that calming mm-hmm. voice. So yep. that would be the that would be the tuning fork tuning yes. fork idea. So I don't think her advice is around that. It's actually to people that. Um, this is how it happens a lot is that you are having your meeting and having a conversation with someone and it's one-sided on your part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I think that probably, and we talked about it as we talked about it more is like, th- there's so much interrupting mm-hmm. that happens in a conversation a lot. Um, and even finishing someone's sentence, sentence. like you, <laughs> sandwich right. like Sand- you know what they're gonna say <laughs> but that's not what they're gonna say uh yeah. i i remember th- i just remember this so clearly i was new i was new in my career new on staff and i just kept interrupting people as they mm. were talking especially young women mm. and we were in a meeting and this young woman amanda just stopped and she said when you do that it feels like you're grabbing my butt Wow. That's how offensive it is to me. Just let me finish and don't interrupt, please. I think the podcast could end right there, dude. (laughs) Like just that. I mean, you're, you're so right. Yeah. Just interrupting people. I, it's hard because especially this, you know, in a podcast or in a professional situation or maybe a counseling situation. I mean, or like in a situation where you're at, where, well, counseling, that, that would be different. Ministering, that'd be different. But where you're in a situation where you want to make a point or yeah. where you have something to say or where you actually even maybe want to help mm-hmm. and, you, and, you, and you need to like ease your way in, but maybe you're afraid you're not going to have a, a spot to drop that in or the subject's going to change or, and then right. you interrupt. Maybe yeah. you have to be okay with your point not being made. Well, the, the, almost all of these tips are about that, that you need okay. to be okay with not having your own agenda. If you want to become a better listener, it has to somehow, and sometimes this feels like a miraculous shift, become actually about the other person rather yeah. than yourself. Yes. Okay, I've, I, I, I did a little, a little hermeneutical, uh, not hermeneutical, okay. a little, no, yeah, hermeneutical. I, I did some looking up, dude. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Proverbs 18, 13. Uh-huh. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. Wow. Well, okay, so let's go to the second tip that Jessica said, because it goes right okay. along with that. 
So the first one is stop, just physically stop talking so much so that you can actually give the other person space. The other one is stop thinking about what you want to say next Mm. and start actually listening to what they're saying. Hold on. Chewie's trying to get out again. Go ahead. ahead. Isn't Chewie listening? Come on. (laughs) He wants to make a point. (laughs) He interrupted. I know. Um, So that, that is exactly what the scripture you just read and what we were just talking about is that if you come in with your own personal agenda, when you're just having a conversation with someone, you're not actually listening to what they're saying. You're mm. thinking about, ooh, I've got a story to top that. <sighs> or yeah. uh, maybe I-, I could be a little funnier. Mm-hmm. Or I have an agenda in XYZ, all different reasons. And it just d- stops becoming a conversation. And I know I've said this a lot of times. I just have people like this in my life and it, I just don't want to be with them anymore. It's mm-hmm. like they don't, they don't want to be with me. They're, they have something to prove. They have their own agenda. It's not a conversation. I can't get a word in edgewise because they're always trying to one-up me or it's not even that all the time. They're just thinking about themselves. Ugh. And that's, well, re- that's really hard to have that conversation. The, it, those are the exhausting conversations, right? Yep. Those are those don't feel the, uh, to use like the Aaron, one of Aaron's first grade books. Those aren't bucket filling conversations. Mm. Those are bucket draining conversations. <laughs> oh man, I love that. You know, uh, and oh man, have you ever read that book or heard of that? No, this is a new concept to me. Oh man, I'm gonna need to get you that book. Okay. Because it's it's about being a bucket filler as opposed to being a bucket drainer. Oof. And when you're right up bucket, my alley. <laughs> when your bucket is empty, mm-hmm. the way you try to fill your bucket is by stealing mm. water from other people's buckets all around you. Wow. Yeah. Uh oh man. It's it's like one of those everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten kind of things. Right. Kind of kind of concepts. But we talk about that all the time. But so what that's what that feels like though, is you it it feels exhausting right yeah yeah and, and it feels it's the opposite of what you were just talking about with like you don't feel loved in that conversation um yeah and so because i'm so i just feel like i'm so familiar with feeling that way it, it it's like i want to and because i would say i had to unlearn that mm. especially in my job where i'm in charge and i'm the authority in the room the assumption is, well, everybody's here to hear what I have to say. Yeah. And even in a one-on-one, but that's not true. <laughs> uh-huh. As amazing as that can be, not everybody is, their whole lives revolve around hearing what I have to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so to actually go into a conversation, not responding to what I want to say, but to what they just said. That's hard, bro. Is and that's why that's that's the it, it's kind of you're tapping into what's called working memory, where mm. this is the skill part, where it's different than long term memory because you're having it right now. Short term memory is just something that is passive. Oh, I remember that. Mm. Working memory is I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm remembering to ask you more about it. Hmm. And that is actually a skill that you need to develop, and it. Uh, took years for me to develop it well. That's a harder one 
because you can't prepare for it. Right. Because it has to be, it has to be live in uh-huh. the moment. It, it has to be dynamic. Like you yep. can't come with your your notes and be like, oh yeah, I have an anecdote about that. You know, and then <laughs> yep. uh, like responding with either with a follow-up question or a rephrasing mm-hmm. or something like that as opposed to a redirect. Because have you been in a conversation like that where you were on a trajectory like, bro, I'm just, I'm like having a rough time. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it today. I mean, how many conversations have you and I had like that? And then if I were to say, oh yeah, me too, and then tell you all the sucky things that's ha- that are happening, mm-hmm. then... This is just an example of something that probably happened recently. But then I didn't actually see or hear you and your issue. That's right. Now we've pivoted, as Conan would say, a little bit about you and then now back to me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's true. That's how it can feel with people for sure. And I, I actually have a lot of compassion for people who where I tell them I'm having a rough time will respond with a story of their own where it was harder for them. I I Mm -hmm. understand the desire to do that because I do think somewhere in there is a desire for them to relate to me and to say, it'll get better and I got through it. But I think it's pretty important for people to know that almost universally that doesn't help. Because it feels like you didn't hear me, you just want to tell me your stuff. I, I'm. It, it reminds me of. See, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> but it reminds me of when we first had kids. You guys and Alex. A lot of people had kids before us. Yeah. And so sometimes when I would tell you, this is this is a, just like a confession. Sometimes when I would tell you guys stuff, and you'd be like, "Just wait." Uh, yep. It doesn't help. Do you know Sorry, what I mean? dude. I apologize. It'd be, it'd be like, well, yeah, but you have like a one-year-old. I mean, just wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. that makes you feel crappy because you're like, well, but my situation's hard right now. And really all I want you to do is just sort of hear it. You know what I mean? I think, I think it's a perfect example, dude. And, and it has to be unlearned, honestly. Mm. And I can, I, I can probably be as honest as I can tell you, that wasn't ill-intentioned. Oh, yeah. It was like, I'm going through my own stuff. I want to share my own stuff. And maybe this might help. Yep. It, it doesn't. And so to relearn that kind of strategy that most of us have is like relearning anything. It's really hard. Sure. But I think it's starting at a good level, though. Yeah. You're being empathetic. You're yep. seeing and listening and trying to relate. Mm-hmm. So, but I, maybe this is a, a leveling up of your listening because it... It does recognize, recognize that you heard the thing, that the person heard the thing and is yep. responding accordingly. Maybe the next level is tell me more about it. Oh, yes. man, that sounds rough. Tell me more about it. Yep. Um, okay, so that actually goes right into the third one, um, okay. which is uh, be curious and not judgmental when you're talking mm. with someone. Okay. So what I mean by that is... Again, it's it's all of these are sort of the same tip. It's it's putting your agenda aside and what you perceive of that person and actually wanting to know more about them in an open and curious way. Um, so asking open ended questions instead of yes or no, even a yes or no question 
has an agenda behind it. So I just an example, somebody ran up to me at church a couple of weeks ago and was like, oh my gosh, did you have the best time in Ireland? Mm. We had a great time in Ireland and it was extremely complex. And if all you have to do is listen to that, listen to that travel light episode and you know yeah. how loaded that trip was for me, but there's no way for me to say that mm-hmm. because not only is it a yes or no question, the assumption is I'm going to say yes. Mm. Oh my gosh, did you not have the best time in Ireland? <laughs> How can you say anything but yes? And it shuts <laughs> down the conversation <laughs> because they just want to feel good about my trip. I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it, they're not interested in listening to me. Um, so th- th- that, again, you're, leveling up is a great way to put it. You're leveling up your listening by asking the right questions, which are not filled with, I you I have a right answer I want you to say, judgmental, mm, mm. but actual curiosity about the person that you're talking to. Yeah. Level it up, dude. Yep. Judgmental, I- not curious as... Ted Lasso. Remember the Ted Lasso scene with the dartboard? I don't know if you remember that scene. Mm, no, I don't. Shoot. Okay, he's he's playing darts with this jerk. And he said, if you had been curious instead of judgmental, you would know. You would have asked good questions about me, like, have you ever played darts before, Ted? And then mm. he throws the dart and hits the bullseye. Mm. And, and so there's this kind of like, yeah. if you had listened or if you had asked me a good question... You would yeah. not be losing right now. <laughs> You'd mm. be we'd be playing a game together. Yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. It's a great scene. Hmm. Um, well, just one way I do this is when I'm talking to people and trying to listen well, I actually listen to words or phrases that they're saying that do make me more curious about them. So anything that pops for me, it's maybe it's something that's emotionally charged or interesting or unique. And then I ask, then I file that away in my working memory. And then I say, I noticed you said this word. Can you tell me more about why you said that? Mm. Or this seemed really impactful for you. Uh, why was that? Why, why it seems like you're coming back to that over and over again. I want to know more. Yeah. And, the, the trick, the hardest trick here, and it's not a trick, the hardest thing about this is you Technique. actually have to be genuinely interested. So going down to the deep root of the heart right there, actually yeah. care. If you actually, actually care, care. Yep. And sometimes that's hard. Yeah. So that would, again, go into the motivation of the conversation. So mm-hmm. how many conversations have we gone into where I'm going over there and the main thing I want is for them to think I'm cool yeah for them to think I'm funny yeah to have them as a you know they might get me a gig or they might right. set me up with my next step they will right. help me accomplish some goal of mine yeah yeah and to actually go and care about that person uh-huh. that's hard I mean I I work in a networking kind of world yeah Yep, and, and actually, so do I. When it yes. comes to fundraising and oh, networking, yeah. is a great word for it. Like, um, who can I know and who can I talk to that it's going to develop me and make my job easier or more successful? That is not absent in ministry for sure. Oh yeah. Well, who can I go and prove myself to? 
Mm-hmm. And who can I go and, you know, use their connections? Yep. So, I mean, I, I bro, they're like, it, it would almost be a timer. At some point, Juilliard has to come up in this conversation. Okay, when's it going to be? <laughs> At some point, I mean, I remember this really specific conversation I had with somebody where uh-huh. there was a, a long period of my life where auditions, like an audition experience sure. was, was the, the, top of the, the top of the list of things to talk about. Okay. So yep. I, I remember talking with this person. I was like, oh, yeah, I was in finals for that. Oh, yeah, I was in final. Oh, I advanced in there, but I didn't get out of there. And it sounds like a movie quote, but the person did say to me, why are you always reading your resume? Why are you mm. always saying that? Mm. And it was it, it that, that one thing cut to the heart so bad that I remember it. And I, I know that was in a movie also, but this person sure. said, why are you always reading your resume? Why are you always telling me about that? Sounds like an Aaron Sorkin line. It it is a total Aaron Sorkin line, but bro, it cut. Yeah, and it was like there would, but really, when in a conversation with anybody, specifically in the music industry, it would be like at some point I have to let them know I'm somebody. Yeah. At some of at some point I have to prove to them that I'm worthy of talking to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. you know that they're thinking the same thing. So right? then, like, if you can break that cycle. Yeah. By actually caring about that person and not having your own agenda, it, it's actually it, it's like that baby step I talked about a couple times ago where where my friend Dan was like, I don't like where this conversation is going. Mm, it's not right. healthy for us. It's mm-hmm. so jarring. Right. <laughs> that I think him saying that to me will stick with me forever. Just like when Amanda said it feels like it's your grandma, but just like this colleague of yours said, stop reading your resume to me. Yep. It's these, can we in healthy ways break the cycle of relational conversations by not coming in with our own agenda, but actually caring about that person and listening to them? Yes. If you walk away from a conversation and haven't tried to prove yourself, but you actually have some cool stuff behind Uh it. Yeah. One of my friends told me once, he's like, it's better revealed when concealed. Mm. So you didn't even mention it. And then later they're like, what that like, like how did they not lead with that? Yeah. That was really cool. Or how did you not lead with your, um, bro? I mean, dude, when I talk to people about our podcast, I have the hardest time not mentioning that we get a lot of downloads that a lot of people listen to it, (laughs) that people really like it because I (laughs) like, I'm being totally honest here is like, everybody has a podcast now and it's like, I just don't want them to think we're not like everybody else. Yeah. We yeah, actually yeah. have I mean, a podcast. We're good. We're great. <laughs> Love us. It's like so dumb. But don't no, you I have that you. in the back of your head? Like you want to, it. the needing to prove yourself, the needing to, to you know, be somebody, to, to be a bum, to prove you're not a bum mm-hmm. in yeah. Rocky language is, it's so in there. And I think all of that goes into this listening thing, which is if you can... Mm-hmm. Not conceal it in a uh, in a like a, um, hiding who you really are or something, right? That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, like yeah. Not a not a false humility, like oh no, you know. Yep. But if you it, honestly, if you go into a conversation confident in who you are, mm-hmm. not needing anything from the other person, um, yep. Then I think you're going to be able to lead with love and listen. Yep, I agree. 
Um, okay, we're running short on time, which is also hard when you're trying to listen well. We talked too much about the grocery store. Dang it. <laughs> no, I just want to give a couple bonus tips. No one will be uh, – one bonus tip no one will be surprised by is that you put your phone away and silence notifications. I mean this morning I had a really important one-on-one meeting with one of my staff where yep. she actually approached me and said – I, I need you to tell I need to tell you some things about myself before the school year starts. It's going to really help our relationship. And so, for an hour and a half, I put my phone in the other room. Even though I'm on the computer, I put I silenced all things, and those things can wait because I need to be fully present with her. Yes. And it the it, I I know this is a a new thing in our species. Uh huh. But having that constant screen next to you is an offense to yeah. listening well. Yes. Uh, you're, nobody's you're, nobody's going to be surprised about me saying that. We say that every week probably, but I just had, I had to say it. Nope. I, I just, the algorithm sent me this thing uh, called fubbing. Oh. Have you heard of this? Uh-uh. So it, it, was, it was, I think it was a marriage thing. And so okay. it's phone snubbing. Mm. And it's when you're in a conversation, particularly with your spouse or your kids, or the one you were talking about. The the article was about that. Okay. But uh, you know, you're talking to your to to somebody really important. You know, right. like one of these conversations, and then you just peek down, and then now you're gone. The peak, even the peak, the peak. You're gone. Yep. You're gone, dude. Mm-hmm. You, and so you get fubbed. And there, there are occasions where you are waiting on a call or on something important or your kids are trying to get a hold of you or something. I right. think that it's appropriate to say that when the conversation starts, right? Sure. I'm putting my phone here upside down. If it buzzes, I'm going to check it because there's something important going on. But I would say if you can at all, and I would say this is 95% of the time you can, if it's an hour or an hour and a half conversation, not mm-hmm. be tethered to that and not even peak. Yep. Because... We're we're already dealing with this with Lily. She just got her Apple Watch. Oh yeah, sure. And so it's so cute, so funny. That'll be a whole nother episode. Uh-huh. But like already, she gets it. She's yep. like, oh my gosh, people are texting me all the time, and only mm-hmm. like three people have her number. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you can say, well, just wait, <laughs> just wait. It's not even bad now. <laughs> She's like, I don't even want this thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. But the fub. Yep. So stop fubbing. Cut that out. <laughs> All right, dude. Said, so said from serious experience fubbers. Yes. Right. Definitely. And I'm, I know that I have offended people and been offended by the fubbing. Yep. Yep. Hey, I got just two quick ones to, to drop in here, dude. Sweet. Eye contact has been something mm-hmm. that I've really worked on ever since we talked about this. Yeah. Actually looking somebody in the eye can be weird, can be mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yep. But it is something that you can practice. Yes. Uh, and then I got to say, with kids specifically, sometimes it's easy not to listen because it seems like they're just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> it's the it's the, that voice frequency thing with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And I <laughs> like they're 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 little sweet voices. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But actually, actually, even listen. Not even. 
but listen to those as parents because sometimes it can't. It's it's the reverse cycle, mm-hmm. or not reverse cycling, the 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 reverse uh, tuning fork thing. Yep. Uh, because sometimes they'll drop some pretty sweet stuff in there. Oh yeah. And listen and to pretty the, important stuff. Yeah, it's it's almost like they're. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Like sometimes you yeah. just think they're just talking. Yep. Yeah, we are not innocent of this as parents for sure. Right. And let me finally drop with the scripture I wanted to drop at the very beginning and forgot. Sweet. Okay. This is the one. Everyone should be quick to listen, mm. slow to speak, and mm. slow to become angry. James one nineteen. One of those life verses. Life verse, bro. Yep. All right, dude. Should we wrap this up and talk about what's been giving us life this week? Let's do it. All right, we're going to wrap this up, but we do this every week. We love to talk positive things that maybe gave us a just a little taste of life, a jolt of energy, joy mm. this past week. Anthony, do you want to share one? Yes, I do. Bro, one tip I forgot to talk about real quick. Yeah. I'm working on this. I'm horrible, but I really want to know people's names better. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think when you're listening to somebody and you remember their name or when uh-huh. you see somebody a year later or a couple mm-hmm. years later and you remember their name, like when somebody calls you by name, yes, doesn't it feel so good? I would say when, especially when it's somebody it, uh, in a, th- like maybe somebody higher up than you. So I've been mm. thinking about this a lot. We, you know, we have a, a uh, regional conference every year. We just got back from it. And we always have a 12, 15 new people in the room mm. every August or so. Interns. I'm talking like 21-year-old, 22-year-old folks. Right. And I'm 45, and I'm a senior area director and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this, this time I went around, and this is part, partly because I was leading a session where I would have to call on people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't want to constantly be like, you. But I went around and I said, I haven't met you yet. What's your name? And it, th- this one girl looked like she was going to cry. Mm. And she was like, wow, my name's Jordan. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and then late, two days later, I remembered her name and it meant a lot to her. And I just remembered, hmm. yeah, this, th- that simple thing. You're right. Remembering somebody's name. I listen to you and I can repeat your name to you. means a lot to people. Yeah. That's future baby step. Yeah. Bo- no, bonus baby step. <laughs> BBS. Okay. All right, dude. I got a quick one for giving life. Okay. People are going to make fun of this because I just talked about eating natural foods and stuff. But I've had this tradition now for a few years at a couple of different uh, mountain places that I've been to, like mountain houses Mm. that I've stayed at. Okay. I always get some healthy food, stock that fridge. Yeah. But lately, once per trip, (laughs) I get Papa Murphy's pizza. That's the take and bake, right? Yeah, take and bake. Please yep. don't laugh because I love. Nope. I I love fancy I, I love pizza. Papa Murphy's pizza. I love frozen pizza. But dude, yes. for some reason, you're in a house by yourself that has an mm-hmm. oven to it, and and you throw one of those Papa Murphy Papa Murphy's in the oven. That is so freaking good. I love Papa Murphy's, especially during Halloween when they have those pumpkin shaped ones. Oh yeah. But you feel like you made a pizza. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you do feel like you made a pizza and you did not make a pizza. 
Because that's kind of hard to do when you're at a at a you know a you're on vac or on vacation or on on a work trip and you're at yeah. a place that has a kitchen but you don't necessarily know you don't want to make a mess you don't right but you kind of feel like you made something it's so silly but dude papa murphy's slaps dude i think i think that's the sweet spot actually which is i didn't just order a pizza uh-huh. at god forbid papa john's right oh yeah, yeah. no papa murphy's way better you can say i made a pizza even though you didn't really make a pizza <laughs> I know. And then you can eat the whole thing by yourself or over the and, next couple of days. I mean, not for nothing, hot out of the oven, right? Yeah. Like yep. you you would have to get the pizza delivery, pick it up and eat it in the car to get that ex, that hot experience. Yeah. yeah, none of that cardboard sogginess. Right. Dude, Papa Murphy's slaps. If you're on a work trip, get a Papa Murphy's steak and bake. It's fun. Yeah, and like I said at the beginning, have fun. You can have fun. Have fun. Dude, should I get one so that after the concert tomorrow we can eat that? Have it in the fridge? <laughs> Listen, there would be no complaints from me. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a Papa Murphy's so we can throw in the oven tomorrow night. Yeah, at worst comes to worst, we don't make it and you have it <laughs> in the fridge to make later. True, true. Take and bake, make later. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's the um, Boy Scouts. Always be prepared. Be prepared, yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mine is quick. I talked about this hike that uh, Jessica and I had this conversation about listening. And also the boys were with us. We hiked uh, our mountain, Mount Humphreys. We summited it because the day after I took Noah to back to Phoenix because ASU, his sophomore year starts in a couple days. And then Jack's first day of school was the next day. Mm. So that's a lot later than your girls. Yeah, they started August 1st, man. But earlier, I think, than a lot of their cousins who live in Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a that bit was later. Still, when you told me that, I was like, "Oh, that's that's early." Yeah, I was like, "I know it Georgia still feels we're early." Weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so, anyways, we went on this hike, and Jessica and I were having a conversation. And I was just like, "Just look, just just look right now," and our two boys were ahead of us, just palling around, just two friends, mm. and I was like. They're growing up, a lot of pain in that, a lot of confusion. <laughs> we had this mm-hmm. conversation before. Yep. It's hard being a dad to basically adults at this point. But they are men who are friends mm. right now. And I saw a little bit of me and Al. Whoa, I saw a little bit of me and mm. you in that. Like, mm. It's just a really cool thing to see my kids kind of develop into really good friends joking around talking about work talking about life talking about school talking about teachers talking about the bunch of stuff and jessica and i just watched there's this also there's this thing that i do that i think the boys might know about but once in a while i'm walking behind them and i catch that moment and i just videotape it Mm, yeah and i have a collection of videos of them just in front of me walking and talking together from Mm. when they were younger teenagers until now. So just a moment of pure peace, joy, and hope for the future for them. So that brought me a lot of life. I love that. Yeah. Now, the only thing that would have made it perfect was a Papa Murphy's pizza if that had been there as well. (laughs) If they had one of those, what are those pizza ovens, the uni or the... Whatever that, if that was, baby, that's that's on my long term Christmas list. Yeah, if that was at the top of the mountain 
uh-huh. Anna Papa Murphy's pizza. <laughs> Although if you can do this fantasy thing, then you've got like an Italian dude whipping up an Antico pizza from, you know, Georgia <laughs> Tech or something. Right. But, so <laughs> then we can then shoot it gets higher. Too complicated. In this fantasy, we can shoot higher. <laughs> but still, right. Papa Murphy's, it slaps. <laughs> uh, loved it. Okay. Um, folks, we love hearing your baby steps. We love hearing your what's giving us life. Pretty soon, we're going to start uh, revealing some of those listener giving us life things. Um, we're really excited about that. Also, we love hearing your ideas for new core topics. Best way to contact us is on Instagram. Follow us there, and our link tree is in our bio to all things Gomers. You can call us on the Gomer phone. That number is 608-622-7669. That's 608-NBA-PONY. And I'll reiterate this official invitation to call that number. And 30 seconds, tell us maybe a favorite moment from the past 15 years. And your voice might be heard live on the air on our 15th anniversary episode. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you follow us uh, or listen to us on whatever app you're listening to right now. Thank you to Davis for our music, Jason and Eric for our graphics, Adam, our webmaster, and Annie, our social media guru. Thanks especially to our Gomertrons. You subscribe to our second podcast, We Know Who You Are, the bonus disc on Patreon. We love you. Not only is the bonus disc home to our monthly movie show, Perfect Movie, where this summer we covered Raiders of the Lost Ark, Speed, and Broadcast News. Think about that spread. That's quite a spread, dude. Where else are you going to hear that? <coughs> but extra episodes like last month's Indiana Jones rankings, this month's conclusion to Steven's tour through the Star Trek Generation universe, and the upcoming live-to-tape, Two Gomers Go for a Hike. You can find that and much more, up to four new episodes per month, depending on what level you subscribe, at patreon.com slash twogomers. We welcome your support, and we thank you. Awesome, dude. Well... That was really fun. Now we're going to record on Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, yeah. Sweet. I watched 20 episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation this summer. It is a real turning point for me. (laughs) We should, if only this could be one of those episodes where then that's the beginning of the next one. Right there. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So you mean like a best of both worlds kind of cliffhanger clips in right there (laughs) all right dude i I can't wait another second to start recording that episode so great up super fun man and remember everybody if we can learn to be better listeners Mm -hmm. and hear people not try to prove ourselves and you know just love people you can too and happy listening 